0: Hey, Howard Jacobson here. Welcome to today's Plant Yourself podcast. A quick reminder, this podcast is free for everyone and supported by patrons. So if you would like to find out about becoming a patron of the show and helping us out, helping defray the cost, helping to spread the message, you can do so at plantyourself.com slash gift. Thanks so much and enjoy today's episode. Hey everybody, Howard Jacobson here with another COVID-19 episode of the Plant Yourself Podcast, South African Lockdown Day 11 edition. Uh, Couldn't grab my usual spot, a couple other blokes are up there working and I didn't want to uh, disturb them, so you get a little echo here from from an outdoor building with a high roof and in the distance a little waterfall action. Hope that's not uh, too distracting for you. Uh, so, some people pay good money for white noise, so you'll you'll get a little uh, in the background of, of this podcast. So, another day. Um, I was talking to my sister yesterday on uh, WhatsApp with, with video, and she was doing her exercises. She's got uh, a loop that she does. It includes a spur, uh, a spur. And I would estimate that the entire loop is probably um, 30 yards. <laughs> and it's in a small apartment in, uh, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And as we were talking, she just kept on doing that loop again and again and again to get her steps in. Uh, she was talking about doing a, uh, a Peloton in place, like cardio workout, like without the bike or a treadmill, just, uh, you know, the video. Um, And I've talked to a lot of people who have similar stories of using this lockdown time to improve themselves, whether it's, first of all, just being able to handle the fear, the boredom, the constraint, the confinement, the intense presence of others where you can't necessarily get away from them as easily as normal. And people are learning how to develop emotional resilience, neurological resilience, whereas this, you know, a week ago, these same circumstances would have been crazy-making, were crazy-making. Now people are getting more into a rhythm. It's not just getting used to it. It's also um, that habituation is also developing some muscles that we didn't have before, in the same way as if you go to the gym and you start lifting weights, after a few weeks the initial weights will start to feel light, the ones you could barely budge at the beginning. It's not just you've gotten used to it, it's your, your body has responded um, in an organic way to become anti-fragile, to take a shock, to take a challenge and to grow from it. So I see a lot of memes around Groundhog Day. like. Uh, You know, people are feeling like, well, this is just the same day over and over again. Like, we're not going to work. We're not, um, you know, pushing forward any particular social agenda or activist agenda. We're all just sort of hanging out in place. I've even seen uh, Greta Thunberg posting from uh, week 85 of her climate strike, like saying, basically, I'm indoors now. I'm not out in the streets. I'm trying to save lives. Um, We keep keep the momentum going, but we do it in a way that keeps people safe. And so there's this this sense that, that things are on hold, and we're all sort of holding our breath, waiting until something happens before we can exhale. And certainly we're feeling this, I'm feeling this right now, on day 11 of the lockdown. I got an email this morning from... The South African, the U.S. ambassador to South Africa, who's apparently been working on repatriation flights, and they had some hiccups, and things didn't work out, and a bunch of charter flights got canceled, even though a whole bunch of other countries were able to get their people out. And the last email this morning was, "Stay tuned. We're hope I hope to have some good news fairly soon." And so, you know, we're. we're literally on the edge of our seats. We're not sure whether we should be packed at a moment's notice, whether we should think about staying here. There was another article in the South African Business News about a Boston consulting group study suggesting that coronavirus uh, peak in South Africa would not occur until, the, until June or July, suggesting that the lockdown could be extended all the way through August, and thinking that's an awfully long time. So there is a sense of um, being trapped in a day the same way Bill Murray was in Groundhog Day. And a lot of the memes around Groundhog Day are about this feeling trapped, about no progress, no forward movement. And of course that um, contradicts the experience you know, of my sister and many others that I'm in contact with about... They are making progress, maybe not sort of linear progress out into the world, but maybe progress into going deep into themselves or into developing skills, mindsets, habits. I hope that the people, you know, folks who are listening now have been upping your physical self-care game, that you're better able to make good food choices even in spite of or because of the constraints, because of the fears, because it's harder now, because we want to get those dopamine hits of, of junk food, I hope this is a, you know, this is a really good fight through. Right? This is a New York, New York moment. If you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. If you can up your game, eat well, manage your stress, move physically like my sister's doing in her small apartment, if you can do it now, imagine how much easier it's going to be when... Things loosen, and you know there there are fewer constraints and more opportunities. But the other thing that I remember about Groundhog Day—remember, there's there's sort of um, three phases to um, Bill Murray's character, Phil Connors' response to discovering that he's stuck in the same day. Um, Maybe there's more than three phases. Maybe it's like an Elizabeth Kubler Ross stages of grief. Of course, at first there's you know disbelief, uh, denial, uh, then bargaining, then anger. Uh, essentially, there's a resistance phase where all he wants to do is get out, is to you know change his fate. So he kills himself a whole bunch of times. He acts in extremely uh, socially um, aggressive and unfriendly ways. And finally, he gets to a point where he begins to accept that this is his new life. And that's the second phase. And if you remember, the second phase of the movie is self improvement. So he learns French, he learns how to play the piano. He learns uh, about world poetry. He becomes a master ice sculpture carver. Um, Trying to remember what else, what other skills he he clearly, I think, dancing. He he spends a ton of time improving himself, and you know that's not really the crux of. The movie, the the uh, you know, not to spoil it, but it was a 1993 movie. But it's when he goes into becoming a better person, when he goes into his own psyche and explores scary spots. That's when the things really begin to shift for him. And so we have these two opportunities, these two pathways open to us as well right now. Um, and I, I've been guilty of this thinking about you know. I'm on hold. Life's on hold. Uh, I'll do these daily podcasts. I'll put out emails reminding people that I have things to sell. I'll let people know that there's a tip jar. Uh, But I'm not really moving the business forward. Um, I'm not really moving myself forward. It really is feeling like a held inhale. But the truth is, there is plenty of opportunity here for me to grow myself. I woke up this morning feeling just a great sadness, and one that I don't um, connect clearly to anything in particular. You know, am I sad about the world? Am I sad about the fact that Josh and I have pivoted into an in-person business that appears like uh, it's certainly on hold and maybe will never come to fruition? Uh, Am I just going stir-crazy here? Am I nervous about being so far away from my home, not being able to plant a garden, which feels like it's an incredibly important thing to do in these times? It doesn't matter. I was was able to just feel the sadness. Um, It was connected to the fact that I haven't left this property in almost two weeks except to just run to the store, put on a mask, buy some food, and run back. And so when I asked uh, my daughter, who's been making the, the graphics for the podcast, just taking that, that picture of me at the, with the scruffy face and the mountains behind, and putting new words on each one, um, I asked her to create the graphic first before I do the podcast. And she, she showed me one, um, and the title is Training Montage. And her thought was, like in the, in the movies, there's a, there's a training montage when someone is trying to improve. The, the kids were just watching Cobra Kai, and there's a whole bunch of training montages in the first season where someone's all of a sudden mastering karate. Um, I remember the training montages from Kung Fu Panda, from the Rocky movies. Um, from Breaking Away, this 1976 film about uh, bicycle racing. Um, just, it's just one of my favorite tropes in a movie, is someone struggling, and you show, the, you show the scenes again and again of them failing, 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 struggling, and then gradually, and of course the training montage really takes like two to three minutes, so it's very emotionally satisfying to see all that uh, progress in such a short time eventually they they achieve some degree of mastery and then they're ready to go out into the world and challenge something and be challenged by the world to to reify their growth and I loved that she said yeah this is this is a training montage right because the training could montage could just be me sitting on the couch watching CNN um, Eating crappy breakfast cereal is, you know, pretty much all we can get here. The training montage could be me on the computer constantly clicking to see if there's a new update from the embassy. But the training montage could also be me working out my muscles. In fact, I did start a, uh, I thought it was going to be a 21-day push-up challenge with my friend Carly Assay who's a two-time podcast guest. You can look up his last name, A-S-S-E, to, on the Plant Yourself, to see the two episodes. He's the uh, creator of the Unsupersize Me movies. He's a a personal trainer. He's the guy who gave me the exercises that eradicated my plantar fasciitis. And I told him, hey, I'm stuck here. I would love to get really good at push-ups. And so he gave me a regimen that I'm doing every other day, nine sets of push-ups, regular, close-in hands, wide hands, And for the first three days, so I did my my baseline, and then two days later, I did worse. And two days after that, I did even worse. And it was only yesterday that I managed to get back to where I was when I started. So that's that's a great metaphor for the training montage, where things don't always move in an upward linear fashion. Sometimes things get worse, a lot worse, before they start getting better. Um, I'm back to running, I did six miles, well actually a 10k this morning, and I actually don't tell anyone, snuck up onto the road, took a credit card and a shopping bag, so in case anybody stopped me, I could explain that I was going to the supermarket, but I just ran to the supermarket and ran back, because you know, I I forgot my mask, so I couldn't really go in, Uh, but I did manage to get a little bit of time on the road today. And that's going to be a baseline for every day that follows. Uh, what else am I doing? I'm learning how to do Sudoku. It's one of the puzzles we have here in abundance. And I'm also learning how to do stream of consciousness podcasting, speaking straight from my heart to, into a microphone and thinking about you, thinking about the people around the world with whom I'm connecting through this medium. And there's other aspects of the training montage that I'm curious about. Let's say like writing some fiction, uh, working on a screenplay, starting another book, doing a different format of interview podcast. But something, something's woken up within me that is looking at this time as an opportunity, at least as much as a purgatory or as a limbo. And so I'm now imagining the, the final cut video of my training montage of what it will look like in five days or 21 days or 60 days. still unclear how long this uh, incubation period will last. But also, I'm reminded of uh, one of the guided meditations by a meditation instructor that I, I very much groove with. His name is Adyashanti. And... He has a bunch of books and audiobooks published by Sounds True, and I listen to them from time to time. And in one, he is in an auditorium leading a group meditation session. And he gives the instructions about meditating, about where your attention goes, about sitting comfortably. But then when it ends, he doesn't, you know, hit a bell three times. There's no gong. He doesn't say, okay, now everyone stop meditating. He simply says, since meditation is the natural state of simply being aware of yourself, of your surroundings, without, you know, diving deep into the past or, or trying to climb forward into the future, it's simply being and allowing everything to be as it is, at the end of the meditation, it's not the end of the meditation. Simply open your eyes and keep doing what you were doing, keep being present to this moment, keep allowing everything to be exactly as it is. And it's a, it's a beautiful moment on this, uh, on this recording because realize there's realize no, there's no end to it. Training montages in the movies have a beginning, they have a soundtrack, and they have an end. And the end usually then leads into a beat in which the person is now taking a step to meet their fate. Now they're better equipped, having gone through their training. But in real life, and this is real life, no matter how different it feels from the life that we knew two months ago, in real life there's no scene changes, there's no beats, there's no discrete moment when the training montage ends. Our life is a training montage. And we can forget that. We can be chasing fame, fortune, success, happiness, relationship, money, uh, goodness. And we can get distracted. And not see every day as an opportunity to hone ourselves a little bit. To throw ourselves into the world with an eye towards challenge. Not with an eye necessarily towards Accomplishment or achievement or betterment—not not necessarily even with with a, with an aim with a goal in mind—but simply to go through that process. Same way, this little waterfall that I'm I'm watching, uh, that you can hear, I think, uh, it's it's eating away at the rock. It's uh, it's carving out a path, and of course, it's too slow. For me to see, it might be too slow for, for a lifetime. But if this waterfall continues long enough, it will carve out the rock. And t- you know, time is our ally here. I'm speaking to myself as much as to you. Time is my ally here. I'm not trapped in limbo. I'm not stuck in an endlessly revolving series of Groundhog Days. Even Bill Murray, even Phil Connor wasn't trapped in Groundhog Day. Once he made peace, once he stopped resisting, he was able to use this loop to better himself. And so that's what I'm exploring right now, and I invite you to explore as well. So as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the Plant Yourself community. Um, the tip jar is open. It, it never closes. Uh, it's a digital tip jar. It's open 24-7, 360, 5.25. And you can find it at plantyourself.com gift. And you can make a one-time PayPal contribution or become an ongoing monthly patron of Plant Yourself. And as I've been saying, oh, now's a really good time. If you are fortunate enough to, to be employed to not be unemployed or underemployed, and you have uh, the financial resources to support me and my family and my mission right now in uh, South African lockdown, I would sure would appreciate it. Um, and if you don't, if you are struggling like so many of us right now, absolutely take this as my gift. Um, that's why I chose plantyourself.com gift as the URL. Because the gift works both ways. I make this podcast available as a gift and if you want to support me in return it it is also a gift. It's not an obligation. Uh, Speaking of gifts, I created a product called Guided Relaxation Exercises for the Homebound and Stressed Out. It's, It's a series of Guided relaxation exercises, audios. You can listen to, to de-stress, to help yourself go to sleep, to relax muscles, to deal with cravings, to deal with procrastination, um, anxiety. And I'm making it available on a pay-what-you-can basis. So if you want it, you can go to plantyourself.com unstress and get it for free. no Zero dollars. You can also... Um, gift me a, a donation in exchange for it. So people have been very generous. Uh, it's really been, it's been booing my spirits and my family spirits and helping us out actually in, in real ways. So if you have 10, 20 bucks to, uh, to share in exchange for those audios, feel free to do so. Uh, you can also get it for free, see if you like it, and then come back and uh, make a contribution either on the on the plantyourself.com slash gift tip jar or on the product page. The other thing that's out is the audiobook, Josh Lajani reading our latest book, Use the Weight to Lose the Weight. And you can find a link to that, to the audio book, at sicktofit.com slash badass. If you want to read the book, print or electronic, you can find it on... Amazon, on Kindle, um, but if you want to listen to it, the only place to get it is from sicktofit.com slash badass. So thanks, as always, for listening, for being part of this community. Let me know what your training montage looks like. You can email me, hj at plantyourself.com. You can comment on the post for this uh, for the show notes for, at plantyourself.com. And you can also go to Facebook and leave a comment there, facebook.com slash plantyourself. All right. Have fun training today. See you back here tomorrow. And as always, be well, my friends. Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Marrow, Barbara Whitney, Tammy Black, Amy Good, Amanda Hatherley, Mary Jane Wheeler, Ellen Kennelly, Mr Cobb, Rachel Barrons, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharp, Tina Ahern, Jennifer Kinoski, David Bizek, Mysterious, Michelle X, Elspeth Feldman, Leia Stoller, Alan Christensen, Colleen Peck, Michelle Landry, Josina, Sarah Durkus, Rhymes of Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Janet Selby, Janet Selby, Janet Selby, <laughs> hi Janet, Claire Adams, Tom Franzek, Jeanette Benin, Gillis, David Donahue, Blair Seiberg, Daron Gio and Car- Carolyn Argentati, Jody Friesen. Ruth Ann Funderburg, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck, the equally mysterious Tracy Z, Aviva L, Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lenneman, Rhymes with Cinnamon, Nick Harper, Martha Bergner, Susan Ahmaud, and Olive Levine, the inscrutable Harry R, Susan Laverty, the panda vegan, Craig Kovic, Adam Sharp, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Kelly Machia, D.N. Norton, Bonnie Lynch, at Plant Happy Oregon, Sabina Kurtzels, Nigel Davies, Marion Blum, Teresa Cobble Julian Rodkins, Breed O'Connell, Shannon Hirschman, Linda Ayat, Holm Hedegaard, Isatouzinwa, Connie Hainline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis, Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Sherry Olakoski of Plant Power for Health, Karen Smith, Scott Mirani, Karen Joe Crabtree, Tanya Lewis, Kirby Burton, Teresa Carell, Kevin McCauley, Elizabeth Rothschild, Dan Jesse, Cheryl Dwyer, Jenny and Valerie Peltier, Peter W. Evans, Colleen Harrison, Justin Divich, Ashra Sommermeyer, Dennis Bird, Darby Kelly, Lori Fanny, Linnea Lundquist, Valerie Hummel, Emily Iconelli, Levy, Wallach, Rosalind McAtee, Dan Bacorny, Stephen Lean, Patty Martino, Mike and Donna Kartz, Bishop, Bill Brielf, Gunter Schmidt, Marjorie Lewis, Kelly Molden for Adams, Ian Kramer, Lent, Nancy Sheldon, Lindsay Bayshore, Gunmarie Hagen, Tracy Gulledge, Laura Heaton, Meg for Mama Cesar, Shell Kennedy, Diana Goldman. Stacey Stokes, Ben Savage, Michael Kay, Holly Butler, David Hughes, Connie Rogers, Claire England, Sally Robertson, Ganchik, Amy Daly, Brian Tourville, Mark Jeffrey Johnson, Josie Dempsey, Karen Schmidt, Pamela Hayden, Emily Perryman, Olga Sidorowska, Alison Corbett, Richard Stone, Lauren Vaude, Ed Musings, Aaron Hasty, Sean Owen, Sagar Nayak, Erica Piedra, Danielle Roberts, and Michael Lushton for your generous support of the podcast. That's it for now. As always, be well, my friends.